Welcome to the Dad Code Podcast, where real dads come for real talk and no BS. We are your hosts, Blake Melton and Bradley Newberry. Good afternoon, Bradley. Good afternoon, Blake. Good morning. Good afternoon, good evening, wherever you may be. We thank you so much for hitting play or downloading. Today is podcast number three. Number three. Got a great uh, Memorial Day special here for you. Uh, We are actually filming live from my backyard, my back patio, actually. So we got, uh, we're going to be talking about some Memorial Day facts and kind of fun stuff and kind of where we are with Memorial Day uh, as a country, as uh, dads, as fathers, as husbands, kind of what we do. And uh, yeah, I think Newberry's got a, a good little topic for us that I don't even know if some of you uh, out there really even know what a budget is, but we're going to be talking about a budget today. We'll also be uh, talking about what is a budget, why budgeting. The benefits of budgeting will also touch on Pearl Harbor. But first, Blake's Blast. Let me tell you what burns my biscuits. It's a lack of decency when talking or when walking your dog and they do their business. To the wonderful person in our neighborhood who let their dog crap in my yard and left a 12-inch unpinched hot steamy dog dung Right next to the sidewalk in my front yard, I lament you. And it's not because I'm some kind of lawn snob and I don't like your dog crapping in my yard. No, it's not that at all. It's the way I discovered it. I discovered it as I was mowing. Yes, I ran over this thing. And when I ran over it, well, it sounded like I ran over a giant turd, quite frankly. And so after I heard this disturbing noise, I quickly looked to my right to see a phallic-shaped object propelling through the air in a propeller motion 10 to 15 yards to my right, landing in a very disturbing manner, flopping around like a dead fish. At this point, I was pretty pissed. And now I'm being exposed to the aroma of whatever the hell it is that you feed your dog. Notes of dead animal carcasses and other dog turds, I'm sure. But then I soon realized that unless I was going to physically go pick up this piece of butt lumber, I was going to have to dispose of it some other way. So I disposed of it the only way I could think of it at the moment. And that was to run over it with the lawnmower a few times. I proceeded to run over that thing with the lawnmower several times until it was reduced to the size of several Yorkie-sized dog turds. Now that I have about 50 pieces of dog crouton all over my, my front yard and have extra fertilizer, I got to tell you, I'm a little bit pissed because now my entire front yard smells like dog shit. So, and I'm not even going to even mention the amount of time that I had to take to clean off the underside of my, do- my uh, riding lawnmower. The bottom line, have some freaking decency whenever you're walking your mutant dog that lets out human-sized turds. Come to think of it, was it really a dog? Mm. This is a dad rat.
that sounded like a uh, sticky I, yet smelly situation. Oh, the the <laughs> I felt the flames on that one. I could feel the flames burning underneath my chin as I was uh, mowing the yard and and even just talking about it. That just then just made me hot. But it, uh, it was hot as well. <laughs> hot, fresh, hot and steaming pile of dog dung. At least the yard got some fertilizer. Oh, jeez. Need some of that for his maida's back in the back? Yeah, well, you know, that's not really how I wanted to go about getting my yard fertilized, but I guess the nitrogen balance is a little bit better now. What do you think about the setup before we jump into it? I mean, I, I, mean, I hey, like being outside. I love it. I mean, look at this, dude. It's gorgeous out here. Lighting's perfect. The wind's not too bad. If y'all get a little bit of wind-blown sound here, artifact or whatever, sorry about that. But uh, we thought we'd bring it outside, kind of little, do a little test run, because you never know. We might be on location yeah. at some point with with some different podcasts that we do. We talked about we're, we might go camping. Absolutely. Um, you never know. We might even have a boys' trip that we go on where we take just the boys. and uh, Let us know where we should broadcast boom. from. To let us know where you want to see us broadcast from. We'd love to try any, any of these places out there that you take your kids. Do any of you want to sit in with us? We yeah. have extra mics. We have plenty yeah. of space. Absolutely. This table's got room for more. And as you see, old Gloria in the back, looking beautiful, blowing in the wind. Doesn't get any better than that on Memorial Day. Um, so Memorial Day, Newberry. Let's talk a little bit about it. Let, let's kind of, I, I, I think that a lot of people get Memorial Day and Veterans Day kind of mixed up sometimes. Um, I know I had to look it up. So, I mean, so Memorial Day is actually celebrating fallen soldiers. That is correct. The men and women right. that have died the one, in the line mm-hmm, of duty mm-hmm. to protect not only the country, but the rights as human beings that we have yep. definitely for the fallen absolutely yeah it's all about it's all about the the ones that paid the ultimate sacrifice on these on, on memorial day and um you know for me you know my first question is is what is what does it represent to me and you know it's it's hard and and i'll get into this a little later in this segment it's hard for me to really, because I had I had a great grandfather that was in World War, I guess one, uh, and I had a grandfather who almost went into the armed services. Well, he was in the army, but he never went overseas to on, in World War Two. So, um, I didn't really have a lot. I mean, I might have. I think I had a cousin or something that went to the first Iraq War. Um, and then obviously I had some people in high school that went on to be in the military after 9-11. But I'm wondering, you know, so for me, what it represents is is us celebrating our prior generations more than, it, than my generation. And we'll answer, we'll talk about this later, but I'm almost wondering if this generation, maybe, maybe it's, it means more to them than it does to our generation. Just because of kind of how everything fell with with you know nine eleven and all the terrorist stuff and 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 things like that. But um, anyways, Memorial Day. What's it mean to you? Yeah, Memorial Day. Um, no matter the year, 
how old or how young we may be, it is, um, it's for the ones that, like you said, paid the ultimate sacrifice, gave their life. And it, to me, it doesn't matter if it was the Civil War, World War One, World War Two, Vietnam, any of them. Yesterday, it, it, if someone that was serving in our United States military passed away in such a selfless way, all of it, yeah, across all generations, is what Memorial Day truly means. Absolutely, me. it, it's the day for them that they are immortal immortal on this day you know they they live on forever as far as uh everybody's concerned on on memorial day so uh, so moving into my next kind of my next top or my next question surrounding memorial day is you know outside of being off of work being out of school uh, what are your fondest memories of memorial day in your past or present or whatever. It's real simple for me. Uh, it takes me back to when I was younger. Memorial Day meant the public pool is open. <laughs> the Moose Lodge. The Moose Lodge, Murfreesboro, Tennessee is open. And uh, Blake joined me for a mini of an opening. Oh, God, yeah. For the uh, Memorial Day madness at oh, the Moose God, Pool. Yeah. I mean, that's what I remember first. Yeah, I did, man, that, those were... That 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 is I didn't even think about that. That is amazing that you thought of that. I mean that, that goes back almost twenty five years, yeah. maybe even longer. Yeah, twenty twenty between twenty and twenty five years. I mean, I'd say we haven't lost all of our memory yet. No, not all of it. I forgot that part though. Uh, wow, I still remember that. I remember me, you, and your brother all the time up there every oh, yeah. summer every memorial day i guess it was we made a lot of fantastic memories there i'm going to run something by blake that he may not have remembered about the moose lodge mm. at the top of every hour we heard the infamous whistles and adult oh, swim golly i do remember that all of the kids would either act like they didn't hear it they take one last big breath and go underwater. Maybe jump off the diving board one yep. more time right mm-hmm. after Adult Swim. <laughs> Man, we were a bunch of hooligans back then. Dude, well, in, in the times that everybody did get out of the pool, there, there was nobody in the pool. There were no adults in the we pool. We witnessed that many a time. I, think, I, I literally think your mom might have been the only one in the pool a few times. I, trying to get onto a float, which was a success rate of about 50-50. Bradley, come get in the, get in the water and help me get on this thing. No, she was setting me up for failure. <laughs> it's a trap. It's your fault. It's a trap. Yeah, so my fondest memory, uh, mine actually goes, I would say mine was probably playing in baseball tournaments. I that is in. That's the memory. That's that is a memory. Yeah. It just wasn't number one. Yeah, but yeah we can talk about like, some like because because Memorial Day weekend often uh, there was often baseball tournaments surrounding it. I mean, going there playing in those. I mean, it's not as hot this this time of year right now as it. If I feel like it has been it in really the past. Isn't. No, today we're in the seventies. Um, 
I, th- here I in feel like Tennessee, we're usually we, we're touching. We're getting close to touching ninety already mm-hmm. as you head into June. Yeah. So uh, no, we're, we're about ten to fifteen degrees off of what it normally is. Yeah, that's what I would say too. Um, so yeah, playing in those tournaments, being just absolutely blazing hot. It may it be humid because you know it still rains a lot here uh, this time of year. Uh, but yeah, those are my my fondest memories. You know, my my grandparents coming would, you know, my my grandmother would bring a golly, you know, my grandmother she would she would bring so much food, and in between games I would eat so much in between a doubleheader that I didn't think I was going to be able to play the next game. Uh, I mean, I remember she would actually cut up a half a watermelon oh, yeah. and put it in a giant Ziploc bag. And I used to think, I mean, I was all over that like crack after a, after a game where I was sweating my balls off um, on the baseball field. But that's what it would be. It wouldn't just be one game. We're talking about Friday, mm-hmm. Saturday, Sunday. Mm-hmm. And if lucky enough, you're making it to that championship round on Monday. Yeah. And Very we're talking rarely. like two, <laughs> usually two games a day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, mm-hmm. depending on the gap, I mean, you may have had – an hour in between games, maybe two or three hours in between games. Yeah. You may have just played the very next game. So uh, Exactly. Very important to stay hydrated, get you the yeah. snacks, get keep those kids hydrated. It's just a game, yeah. you know. So in, in building on that, what is what is kind of a normal Memorial Day look like now for you, now that you're an adult? Sorry, you got a spider web there. So uh, now a normal Memorial Day which we will be posting a video shortly, uh, will be getting together with family and friends. A little barbecue. Oh, yeah. Uh, loosening up the arm. I'm going to throw a little baseball today. Yep. Uh, yep. I'll chip a little golf today. Yep. You're going to uh, see all this grill. On, our, on, our, on our vlog that we're going to post uh, here after we finish uh, filming this podcast. We're going to fire up old Smokey over here that you can kind of see here on the edge of the screen. We're going to grill us some meat, throw the ball around like you said. We'll get the boys out here, make them throw the ball around a little bit. Have a little fun out here. I mean, this is this for- is America. This is We get to enjoy these freedoms because of the sacrifices. I forgot to made. mention something. What's that? We're going to drink a little beer. America. 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 Anyways, you'll be able to check that vlog out at the our YouTube channel, uh, the Dag Code YouTube channel, and we'll probably also post it on Instagram, uh, the Dag Code Podcast Instagram, as well as our Twitter at uh, the underscore dad underscore code. Uh, again, check us out on Twitter, Instagram, like us, follow us, leave comments, subscribe, all that stuff on YouTube really helps us out when you do that. Uh, anyways, uh, so yeah typical memorial day like like you said i like to get out here and I like to like to burn some animal flesh loving it burn I, it i love me some Eat some it. love some veggies too loving some veggies giving some love to veggies bringing the veggies the mix. but yeah as you'll see in our vlog i am cooking entirely too much food today uh i just love being i mean y'all are hearing these kids around here this, we is, love this it. is this is what i'm this is what a memorial we Day's need all about. more kids to be outside yep. laughing having a good time i'm glad that we can hear it Absolutely. You know what it sounds like? Freedom. Sounds like America. It sounds like the 90s when we were outside. Yep. We need, I mean, we need more of that. Absolutely, dude. I mean, that's, we need more more kids outside, more kids having fun, more beer. 
in general. Uh, so let's talk about some some favorite activities for okay. Memorial Day. You know, there's some new ones out new there activities. that I that I haven't. I've I've played a few of them, but I haven't played all of them. I mean, there's obviously the old horseshoes. Horseshoes, man. Tried and true. And a lot of these games are kind of. I think they're kind of. Spinoffs. Yeah, they're spinoffs of, of horseshoes. But uh, I think there may have been a time or two. I don't know if it was Memorial Day, but we played some horseshoes together before. Um, we had both the real horseshoes, mm-hmm. and then we had these big orange and green. Orange for one team, green for the other. Rubber horseshoes. Mm. If those hit the ground the wrong way, they were rolling. They're <laughs> <laughs> rolling, folks. <laughs> But yes, we played a mini a horseshoe yep. out at my uh, grandmother Reba's, and uh, yeah, gosh, we play. Of course, we played many wiffle ball games over the Memorial days. Yeah. Uh, Absolutely, wiffle ball. Wiffle ball. Yeah. Nowadays, you know the the kind of the the popular one is cornhole. Cornhole. I was introduced. To that I am a few absolutely years ago. terrible at cornhole. I don't know why. Played college baseball, and I can't freaking toss a bag of corn into a <laughs> hole, but. I think it'd be better if uh, you played a little college softball. You know, it has that little, <laughs> that little motion here. Well, I mean, it, it makes me. There's times that I literally think if I threw it overhand, I could probably do better. Yeah. And I and I, I may try that at some point. Uh, that's that's for all ages. Yeah. I mean, get your kids out there. Get your all wife of these, out there. All these your, games. My mom and dad play that with us, and they. I don't know if any of you kids out there or younger generations are, are old enough to know anything about lawn darts. Were lawn, dart, were lawn darts a thing whenever you were coming up, or, or was that already I, phased out? By I never people? played lawn darts, but I did play badminton. Mm, yeah, I played a little badminton. Mm-hmm. Badminton's pretty fun, you know. They they now they play pickleball. It's like it's like a mix between ping pong and tennis. Interesting, it, it, and it's played with doubles. So tennis. We both grew up playing baseball. I don't know that we necessarily have a tennis swing. Uh, we tend to hit it too hard. There's a very uh, we want to hit a home run specific <laughs> swing for tennis. Yeah, a low to high, I think, is what it is. I recommend, and I did. I played this in my entire collegiate career. I recommend racquetball instead. I mean, you're surrounded by the walls, and you just strategically hit that as hard as you want to. I usually, whenever I play racquetball, I literally just aim at the guy I'm playing with and I just hammer it at him every single time. And I notice that whenever <laughs> I play with people, that's what they do too. But I don't know if they're doing it because they're mad at me because I'm trying to do it. But I've been hit many times. Yeah. With so, the ball, with the racket. Some some of the um, newer ones now, there's one called Slam Ball. I don't know much about it, but it, it looks like you have like a little small net it looks like one of those mini trampolines and i guess you kind of go alternating with teams four people around it and i guess you have to hit it off of this thing and then the person on the other a person on the other team has to hit it back up and off of this thing again I think before it hits the ground, it's. It, it, I'm probably butchering that. Really sorry. <laughs> I'm gonna look old it up. guy here, uh, but it is. It looks very interesting, and I've seen people play it like at the beach, and it's like I'm like holy shit, like that, that looks hard. How about that? Like they're they're In like the diving for it, and like I, it, maybe it's sort of like volleyball where 
I don't know. Like, I think maybe, maybe what it is is you hit it off this thing. The other team has to at least tip it to the other team, and then the other team slams it. I, I don't know. Maybe it, a little some, volleyball action in it, there? It's a, yeah, it's kind of like volley. There's a little bit of volleyball in there as well. Um, cool. But I'll anyway, something for you all to check out for sure. There, it, it's gaining a lot of popularity. I will Google slam ball. Yeah, there you go. Um, the other one, which I have played before, it goes by a few different names, but it, the most the thing that comes up on Google is Polish Polish horseshoes. Nice. I like Polish sausage. Yeah, we're about to grill some later. <laughs> uh, but anyways, it, it, it's essentially you put two stakes, two, they're about five foot stakes with a platform on top about, I don't know, 10, 15 yards apart. And you put a, a bottle on top of it. Now, it's usually like a rubber or a plastic bottle on top of these platforms. And the goal is for you're trying to hit the pole and knock the bottle off now if now whenever the other team whenever the other team throws it and hits the pole and it knocks the bottle off you're both both of your team you like me and you are sitting here next to the pole one of us has got to catch the bottle and keep it hitting from hitting the hitting the ground and the other one has to catch the frisbee before it hits the ground. But one of us has to catch the frisbee if it does not hit the pole. That the pole. sounds like a twisted ankle or knee. Oh, let me tell you, to... it is addictive and for competitive people. Oh God, it is. We're competitive. People. Oh my gosh, we are very competitive. I, I almost went and bought one just to try today, but um, Ooh, that would have been some good footage. Yeah, it would have been, and you never know. The, the, the day, day is young. The day is young. We still got daylight, <laughs> folks. Still got daylight. A lot of daylight. So another one for you guys to check out. And uh, the, the next one, I don't know hardly anything about this one other than just kind of what it looks like on a surface level. It's called Can Jam. Mm. It, I it, like a good jelly. Yeah. Mm. Don't think that's what we're talking about. No. Here. Essentially, it looks like a like a... Uh, it looks like a drum that has a an opening in it that you're trying to throw the frisbee into. I don't know what the point of so, the game is. So you're aiming at that, and I like don't like a regular size frisbee. Yeah, and mm-hmm. the, the opening, I guess it's you That's know. That's a big can. It's a decent size can. Do you like big cans? That's a whole other podcast, folks. But anyways, um, can jam something for y'all to check out. I don't know much about it. I wish I could speak intelligently about it, but judging by my description of slam ball i I'm, y'all probably don't want me to try to even talk about that but um but yeah can jam anything any other ones that you can think of that are out there i'm bocce or bochi ball whatever i guess that's kind of sort of popular i've never so really I mentioned, played it i mentioned the old school badminton yeah uh, yeah what's the birdie thing called the shuttle cock shuttle cock yeah um Boy, I don't know. I was just Marco Polo because I was in the swimming pool. Mm, Marco Polo. Little Marco Polo. I stumped him. But yeah, those are some <laughs> those are some good uh, good activities for you and your family to check out uh, at all your favorite retailers. You know, Amazon, Walmart, Target, whatever. Sam's. Any of them should be right around the corner. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, you mentioned grilling. Oh yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Grilling. So must-haves for grilling, as far as. What are we grilling? What what is 
the rank and file of, of what is what is number Are, one all the way down, no, one to five. One to five. Oh, man. I'm totally not prepared for this. One this to five. This is an impromptu ranking. This is great. This is gold. Man. Uh, it can be anything. It could be caramel cake, for if whatever you want it to be on the grill. <laughs> Grilling a caramel cake? <laughs> Boy. That sounds like a whole other vlog right there. Uh, I'd love to see that. Just not on my grill. We'll do it on your grill. <laughs> Man. I tell you what, I'll I don't go first. If I can rank it, I, I'm going to go first. I can give you a bunch. I so rank and file for Memorial Day. I think number one has to be hamburgers because you're talking about big groups of people. It's easiest, it's easy to make. A lot of times they're pre-made. I think hamburgers. I'll put hamburgers slash hot dogs up there together. Number two. I think you got to go steak. Yeah, I'm going beef one and two. Beef is one and two. For me, chicken's going to be three. I'm actually going to put veg over fish for four and five. Okay. Because I, I, I think that I can go in. I could talk about grilling for, for a while. And I, and I have my reasons for not being particularly fond of grilling fish. But uh, anyways... That, that's kind of uh, my rank and file there. All right. So let's, I'm going to twist it up a little bit. All of those sound fantastic, and I would eat everything. Oh, I forgot ribs. I know. I, I, don't take away my oh, thunder. Come on. I can't now. take it back. Can't don't, take don't it back, take man. Away my thunder. I'm going, I'm going number one ribs. Barbecue, mm. just keep it coming. Yep. Ribs. I can't argue with it. I, I mean, I think it's a close first between those. Your my top two and ribs. Number two, I'm gonna go steak. My father loves to make a big pork steak. He loves it. Uh, three hamburgers, the tradition. You say oh. a pork steak? Pork steaks. Oh, okay. Like pork like steak. pork loins. Yeah. Yeah, pork steak. Gotcha. Uh, I'm going to go traditional hamburger, cheeseburger, and his hot dog at number three. Just easy to make mm-hmm. for large groups of people. Yep. Um, I like I like to, I like that little smoked sausage. I like to get the sausage mm. going at number four. Yeah, I feel like I, I feel like I wasn't as prepared as I thought I was after hearing this. <laughs> and we're going uh, chicken. Um, it can be just a grilled chicken, a barbecue yep. chicken. Put any type of marinade you want on there. Blake's yep. been marinating all night overnight absolutely and uh y'all are about to get a view of well, not a view never mind they, you they, might hear them you might hear the the, the wives but uh kid, kids playing yep wives playing yep. setting up absolutely pools anyways uh, but, to uh and vegetables veggie fish I, mean, I eat it all man yeah i think if you put it on a grill you can't go wrong i really do i mean sitting out here watching that thing smoke yeah don't forget about the real little barbecue well, to uh, round out this segment, let's uh, kind of touch on what uh, I had mentioned at the opening, where is this generation, is is Memorial Day going to end up being more meaningful to this generation versus our generation? I guess more so your generation, because I'm technically a, a millennial, but... Uh, but I guess you're Gen, are you Gen X? Is that what you are? I think you are. Degeneration X. Oh God, here we go. Uh, 
So anyways, yeah, that's yes. my question is, is because of when everything happened, that happened. No, don't, no, don't bring it over here. They're, they're, they're needing water. Well, they're going to have to wait. <laughs> A little water run. Mm-hmm. And needing the uh, the hose pipe. I'd rather you not turn on the water while we have electrical cords running across the ground. If that'd be great. See, I mean, this is why the men, dads everywhere. This is why you have to be. First off, please, we're recording. We have 45 minutes left. Bye. Bye. Is this a time where we need to take a pause so you can hook it up over there? Um, I'm not doing that. No, we're not doing that. Okay. One shot. Here we go. This is raw, folks. This is real life. Anyways, so anyways, does this generation, is this is Memorial Day going to be a more meaningful holiday to them than it was for our generation? Because, I mean, we really didn't lose a lot of our friends and family in our generation. I mean, some of us did. Don't get me wrong. I mean, a lot of the people I went to high school went and fought in the wars. But, I mean. Um, it's really it is really hard for me to to know um mm-hmm. as i mentioned i feel like this holiday is it spans all the decades all generations everyone's impacted differently um so i don't i don't know that i can necessarily say yes or no to the question because it's we have men and women dying today not just That's yesterday true. and years ago i mean it's it's true it's going to mean just as much to the young man or woman that's here uh, praying for their loved yeah. ones that are actually in the line of duty yeah. than it did for my grandmother when my grandfather mm-hmm. was serving in Vietnam. So it's, I guess I, I that it's, it feels like it crosses generations. Yeah. Kind of the cycle that, that war in general goes through. Um, I guess that you're right. That's the right answer, that it's going to be equally as important. You know, where things, where we went through a time when we were coming up in a relative peace until 9-11 happened. Um, you know, this generation has known nothing but war. So it kind of makes everybody, keeps everybody grateful, keeps everybody appreciative of the sacrifices that are made. And... Um, so, yeah, I think it'll be just as important. And, I mean, uh, for all you veterans out there, we really do appreciate everything you do for us, everything you have done, all those that have uh, paid the ultimate sacrifice. You know, we, I mean, words can't express what, uh, what that sacrifice means to us as Americans and our children, honestly, that, that are going to grow up being free because of that sacrifice. So it, it, it was not in vain. It was not for It was not for not. Um, and on Memorial Day, uh, celebrating the ones that died, absolute heroes, the ones that are serving now, fight, actively fighting or have lived through combat yeah. and war and serving. Yeah. I mean, all of you men and women are heroes, but today we celebrate the fallen. Absolutely. Cheers to you guys. All right. So um, we're going to be moving into uh, we're going to be moving on here. It was, uh, wish everybody a happy Memorial Day. Uh, we're not uh, glazing over Memorial Day at all, but we uh, the show must, must go on, as they say. And we're going to jump right into a little bit of noob's knowledge. I don't know much, but I do know one thing. 
December 7th, 1941 will truly be a day that will live in infamy. We're talking about Oahu, Hawaii. Japanese bombers bombing Pearl Harbor. There were over 2,300 men and women that lost their lives that day. Uh, just wanted to share a few things that I do know about Pearl Harbor and that day. Um, only, only 355 service people survived. Oof. All of that. I mean, there was, what, a couple thousand? That... Over 2,300 people died that day oh uh, when, uh, when the Japanese fleet came in. I, I learned that uh, actually uh, America fired the first shots that we detected um, submarines. Japanese submarines and uh, mm. we blew one of those up first so America fired the first shots um, nice the USS Arizona Memorial Monument was dedicated on May 30th 1962 and still attracts more than 1 million people annually to visit that memorial um, I really want to make it out there one day Absolutely. Um, it's somewhere I'd love to go. Yeah. I know my wife and family would love to go to Hawaii, too, for other reasons, but I, I'm, I'm a huge history buff, so mm -hmm. I'd love that. And one more interesting fact that I, that I learned during my research, um, fuel still actively leaks from the USS Arizona every day. Really? It says it's uh, estimated to be about eight quarts every day, and... Um, that that rises to the top where we can see it in the water um, the locals call it the black tears from the uss arizona wow so that is what i know pearl harbor mm. We'll get into topic number two here. Topic number two, we're going to talk about what is a budget? Oh, boy. What is a budget? Why budget? It's a sensitive subject and for to a lot of people, Newberry. Hey. It's controversial in some places. But we do want to know, why does just this singular word get a bad rap? Um, I think it's probably because... Uh, when you start talking about budgets to people, it makes people think that uh, maybe they don't have control of something that they know they should have control of. Um, I know that priorities these days seem—it seems to me anyway—that that, that maybe well maybe that's it. Maybe maybe it's they—they feel like their their priorities will be brought to bear. You know what's important to them if they have to write it down on a piece of paper. But it's really just a singular word that uh, yeah. doesn't really have a positive or negative meaning to it, naturally. But a lot of people take it as a negative. Mm -hmm. um, I really think it's... It's a powerful thing, I think though. it's positive. It, a lot of good could come from a budget. It absolutely can. And uh, we'll, we'll touch on some of the reasons why yeah. we think it may be important to budget. Some of the benefits of budgeting. Absolutely. Um, it's not all negative, but there is... There is this connotation that it's just 
oh no, you're gonna put me on a budget. That's just oh why? Yeah, why? and it's you know it's no no one's you know telling you trying to act like your daddy yeah. or act like you're your taking mama. away my freedom. Yeah, you know, you're taking something away. What it is is no, we're we're trying to give you freedom. You know that that's what a budget gives to you. I'm a huge Dave Ramsey guy, and uh, I mean. Uh, he, he has, I mean, there's a, he even has an app, a budgeting app, every dollar app that, that I, I use, and I think it's great. I mean, I think that having a budget actually gives you the ability to operate and know when you're maybe extending yourself too far. And I mean, I, yeah. I think that that gives you, that ultimately gives you freedom. Uh, I'll give you a, a, a definition that I found, a budget, a spending plan, just a plan. For a certain length of time based on income and known expenses. So by definition, it's neither positive nor negative. It's just yeah. straight to the facts. Trying to uh, give us more control of money is all it is. Yeah. Instead Some of letting money the control to, you. Correct. Some people have the ability to control it. And some don't. But that's okay. Yeah. And I mean... Ultimately, like you said, it's a plan. That's all it is, is a plan. You know, I mean, if you plan, if you plan anything in your life, why would you not plan on, plan your budget, which is surrounding the income that you have and, you know, what you spend your money on, because ultimately that's what's going to allow you to have the most fun is by, I mean, most people, some people are so scared about their budget that they don't they don't do anything because they don't know how much money they have. They don't know if they have any wiggle room in their budget. That's right. And uh, he mentioned Dave Ramsey. I have a few quotes that I'd like to share from Dave Ramsey. Dave says, Budgeting doesn't tell you not to spend. It gives you permission to spend the money the right way. Yeah. Uh, when you budget every month, you're giving your money purpose, mm. is what Dave Ramsey says. That's powerful. Purpose. So purpose. Make every dollar meaningful. Make every dollar count. Yeah, I think he has another saying that the give every dollar a name, which is yeah. which is that that's that all of those quotes really speak to me because I mean, I know me personally from my experience. I mean, I've had times in my life where I was maybe not operating on a budget and. Yeah, I got into some pretty deep financial um, straits and, you know, just getting on a budget was number one. I mean, that's that's how you, I mean, that's the number one reason why a lot of marriages fail in America is because of money troubles. And I would dare to say that most of them have to do with the fact that the spouses don't, they don't have any kind of plan with their money. You know, they don't know. You know, is this, are we separating accounts? Are we joint accounts? And if we are joint accounts, or even if we're separate accounts, what, who's paying what? How much are we allocating to this? You know, it, it brings families closer together. And, and I can tell you that it really did for me whenever I got on, really got on a budget, um, paid off debt, and, and it, it just, it did wonders for me and my family to be able to go ahead and take care of that. So I'm glad you kind of spun it off onto banking. Um, <laughs> Who out there uses a check register? I don't think that most people, particularly that are older or younger than us, even know what a check register is. Now, most of us are on online banking, the good old ATM machine. But putting pen to paper, knowing exactly what you're spending, when you're spending, who still does that? It's a lost art. 
it's a lost art. I mean, there there are even apps, like I said, Dave Ramsey's app will allow you, it's the same thing. It's just it, it dumbed it down for a generation, and, and most people probably, probably aren't even using it. But, I mean, I mean my goodness, I mean, I know Newberry has his check register out all the oh, time. It's just like, this is another notebook, keeping stats, yeah. check register every would, morning. That's would, the first yeah. thing that I look at. I would say if you're a note taker or a planner, you probably, you would probably actually enjoy um, having a check register to enter every single transaction and... And, and honestly, you know exactly how much money you have, and you're At never going to have to worry times. about overdrafting. I'm going to tell you a story. Um, after graduating college, I worked for Regions Bank for a decade. And um, online banking was a very new infant thing back then. And, you know, most of my customers that I was dealing with were either just starting out that were in high school or college or the elderly. And I'd have many a customer come to my desk and say, what are these fees? Your ATM machine said I had $50. A prime example of someone not keeping up with all the outstanding checks that they had written Mm -hmm. and expecting my bank just to pay them with no money in the account. Yeah. I mean, that is the example, right? Of course the ATM machine's going to say you have 50 bucks because the checks hadn't cleared. You wrote them. You wrote them. Yeah. I mean, that, I know, I know, like, all every generation past millennial is not going to even know, I don't even know if they even get checks when they open accounts anymore. Uh, I'm sure what they call starter checks. Yeah, they give them a little sheet of starter checks and that's it. I believe they have to give them those because very important numbers at the bottom, starting from left to right, you have a nine-digit routing number. Yeah, most people, most kids probably don't even know. Well, that. let's tell them. You have a nine-digit routing number, and then you'll have your full checking account followed by at the very far right check number. But you need the routing number and checking account number for getting paid for work. Mm-hmm. I don't believe work's going to pay you with physical checks. <laughs> if no. they do, not much longer. Yeah. So know what a routing number is. Know what a checking account number is. Yeah, I can't even. Uh, actually, you know what? I, whenever I changed jobs recently, they 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 actually did mail me a, a check, and I had to stop and think about it for a second. I'm like, <laughs> all right, what do I do here? I'm gonna endorse the back, and then I, of course I didn't even go to the bank. You just take a picture of it now, and you post it, and it's in there, which is great. Yeah, but uh, good. I'm glad you took <laughs> us down the banking rabbit hole for just a minute. But uh, mm-hmm. the question I would pose is. Why should someone budget? What are some of the benefits of budgeting? Now, you touched on yeah. it, it, it has a better dynamic in the relationship with your loved one or spouse. Mm-hmm. It keeps that line of communication open, mm-hmm. trust open with money issues. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what are some of the benefits of doing a budget? I think it's I think it's a couple things. I think freedom. And, and, it's, and you get that freedom from another benefit that you get is absolute certainty of how of where you stand financially you don't have to wonder you don't have to guess oh I'm not really sure if I have this money so I better put it on my credit card or whatever you know absolute certainty that you have the money that you know what you can spend on this on this particular month whatever 
and that ultimately gives you freedom in my mind and honestly you can make it fun if you stick to a budget you can have like a yearly reward yourself you yeah. build into the budget that you're going to put away some yeah. of that money you and then you reward yourself give yourself a bonus with, with we're a talking tra- about making yourself a bonus yeah either reward yourself by transferring that into your checking account or spend it on yourself because you've saved that money over time based on the budget take a trip refresh yourself refresh your yeah. mind and body reward yourself for sticking to your budget give every dollar a name make every, every dollar more. What Dave said, give it, give it all a purpose. Give yep. them every dollar a purpose. Um, I also ran across some myths about budgeting that I'd like to share oh with you. Number one, if I'm on a budget, I can't have fun or buy nice, thing, buy nice things, Blake. I would beg to differ. I can't have any fun if I'm on a budget. Uh, I think that if you do it correctly, you could have more fun. You know I mean? You, you can make every single subheading in your budget as big or as little as you want as long as it stays underneath the, the, the top number, right? So if, if it's about what's important to you, if, if look, if purses are important to you, make a purse subheading. But it may mean Put that you have budget. to pull from something else, which is okay. There's We're nothing, gonna, yeah. no one's judging you. We'll get to how to set up a budget here in just a minute yeah. but totally agree with Blake is um, that's that freedom part you know? this is that negative connotation where it doesn't have to be mm-hmm. this uh, budget remember folks it's just a plan plan yep take a second to, to know what your income is know what your monthly expenses are and you're going to have money there that you can assign remember Dave Ramsey wants you to make every dollar make it give it a purpose yep Mm-hmm. It's just a plan. Uh, number two, you have to be good at math to be able to do a budget, Blake. Well, I know that's false because <laughs> I am terrible at math. Um, and I, I do just fine with a budget. I mean, I think that you're only going to be terrible at the math that you want to be terrible at. Oh, are you saying the, make the numbers the way you want them to be? Not going on truth. Oh, there goes a water bottle. Oh, good. But not, I mean, but this is this is uh, this is a wake up moment. We're it's, we're not saying negative or positive. It's just mm-hmm. facts. Yeah. You know what your income is. You know what your household bills are. Then there's there is a I, every one of us will have a number left over. Yeah. And so for that number left over. Like Blake said, if you want to, if you like to shop as a hobby, set that aside. Mm-hmm. Don't just leave it sitting there like, yeah. oh, well, I got that left. Yeah, just decide on a number. Just decide on a number. And go with it. It's fine. Go with it. There's nothing wrong with it. Make everything personal. Uh, number three, only those that struggle with money should make a budget. It's a myth. Uh, that's actually, yeah, that's actually false. I mean, that is... I would dare to say that most people with a net worth over a million dollars, they all know where every single cent of their money goes. Well, you know, I know. He does not have a net worth of a million dollars. No, I don't. No, he does, but he does. I just don't want to. I want to clarify that. No, absolutely. But but the fact but the 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 point is is that um, people not people who earn a million dollars, people who are worth a million dollars. 
those people are intentional with their money. That's a whole other, that's a, that's a Dave Ramsey thing, being intentional with it. So, no. No. Being bad with money does not mean that whatever, what was the so myth? So the myth was only those that struggle with money should have a budget. No, everybody should. But, yeah, if you struggle with money, then, yeah, that's a symptom of a problem, bruh. So, I mean, not having a budget is a, is a big, uh, could be a big help to you. And number four, budgeting just takes too much of my time. Just forget it. It's a myth. It doesn't take time. It doesn't take, I mean, you don't have 10 minutes. Let's, okay, so this will lead into our next topic about budgeting is it's how to make a budget. Mm -hmm. Let's take a step back from Mm -hmm. this thought about it takes too much time. Look, we generally, we all know, most of us know what we're getting paid every week, every two weeks, every month. Mm -hmm. There are some that are commission based. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, you still have a pretty good yeah. idea. I mean, most people, uh, yeah. the, your work's keeping track of what, what's coming. You know what yeah. I'm saying? It's not usually a surprise when no. you get paid. So let's start with that. You, you know what's coming in. Mm-hmm. And we'll just we'll just do it monthly. Mm-hmm. You know what's coming in. So then the very next step is you know what's going to be asked of you in the form of, pill, in the mm-hmm. form of bills. Mm-hmm. Um, most would have mortgage up there, maybe car internet, cable, cell phone, they'll have the known bills. So you have income minus the known. Yep. And so in my example, I'm just going to use 4000 per month income, and your known bills are 3000 Sounds kind of scary, doesn't it? Yeah. I no, because that literally got $1,000? So 1000 bucks, right? Wow. It doesn't have to be that way in every scenario, but just no. this scenario. So yeah. you've got money, what you got to do, then you have what's left over. Mm-hmm. Dave Ramsey says, make every dollar, make it a purpose, give it a purpose. Mm-hmm. So like your example, you know, for those that like to shop, assign, assign some of that money to shop. Yeah. That's yours. Do it. You worked hard for that money. Don't feel bad about it one nope. bit. Assign it. Assign seven hundred and fifty dollars of it yeah whatever that number is you you have that amount of money to do whatever the hell you want to do with it and you don't have to build you don't have to feel bad about it one bit now you don't want to forget about food yeah you got to get groceries Mm -hmm. maybe diapers for those Mm -hmm. so you got to assign the essentials first We're not saying shopping is priority number two. No. But everyone, know, you know yourself. Dave Ramsey just suggests that we assign every dollar. You start with what you know with the income, your monthly bills. We want you to eat. Mm-hmm. And then uh, assign the rest for your hobbies. Golf, we had put yep. a little bit of that in there. Yep. Shopping for others. Now, those that are more aggressive will do this, Blake. They'll say income minus monthly bills mm-hmm. minus savings. Like, they're, they're shaving some right off the top before they even get into groceries. Mm-hmm. But that's really aggressive. Uh, 
but it's all in an effort to try to make every dollar meaningful. Budgeting's not negative or positive. I think it's just a healthy thing to do. It, it keeps you more engaged with what's going on. Uh, you can work towards yeah. rewarding yourself at the end of it with a trip. Yeah. It is good to refresh mm-hmm. the mind and body and soul. Yeah. The, uh, the, I think the main thing is, is have, it's always you have a plan and you execute it. It's the bottom line. Whatever your goals are, you write them down. This is what I want to do every month. This is what I'm working towards every month. And then you, you move on. I mean, we don't... Whenever you get caught up in the minutia of, you know, where a lot of couples, I think, get get fall into a trap is whenever, you know, they say, well, you know, you're, you're spending your money on purses. I'm spending my money on golf. Blah, 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 blah. I mean, it, it doesn't matter. It's what's important to you. Whatever's important to you. You know, it doesn't matter. So, again, that, that gives you freedom. What does what is, what is Jocko say? Discipline equals freedom. The discipline of making a budget, making a plan, and executing it gives you freedom. So that discipline gives you freedom. Everybody should always check yeah. out Jocko. My gosh. You want to get motivated? Come on. We're going to transition into our next segment. America. It is a new segment. Um, this is a part of our budgets. Blake, do you want to introduce them to the new? What are we doing? The new segment. <laughs> this new segment is going to be called the food court. Yep, where we are judge, jury, and executioner. So the food court. Came. Sorry, we don't have any cool music or anything yet. <laughs> we literally just decided on this last night. But listen, so. we uh, we love to eat. You'll see that later. Yep. We love to go out to eat. Yep. Uh, what we were thinking around the food court was um, maybe talking about a local place mm-hmm. here in Middle Tennessee that we had visited in the mm-hmm. previous uh, week. Yeah. Or if, hey, or if we go on vacation, we, I mean, we can, we can do yeah. it on the vacation. Or yeah, something that we made ourselves mm-hmm. during that week. But, uh, yeah. Blake, would you like to go ahead and take away with sure. the so, first uh, segment of so, the yeah. food court? Yeah. So, first on the docket here in the food court is uh, it's called Margarita's Margarita's Mexican Restaurant Murfreesboro, here, here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee they uh, they sig- I guess I guess they call it a signature dish it's called the Anaconda we're going to show you a clip Anaconda. of it here this now take a look at this thing folks yeah. as we're describing it here this is three feet of burrito and I bet you it weighed 10 pounds at least 10 pounds three feet of burrito filled with rice rice beans beans, steak chicken chicken, chorizo Mm. cheese sour cream grilled onions you know grilled uh, jalapenos you know cheese sauce for the eyes of the anaconda yeah I mean first off it, it kind of one of our wives actually pointed out that where do you get the plate for something like this? I mean, where did you get uh, that plate? Is I it? guess Hobby Lobby. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. And what did you put on it? I mean, I don't know. Maybe it's for like a sushi train or something. Uh, I don't know. But, but we attempted uh, the anaconda we, challenge. We attempted the anaconda. Blake had more. I, than, I held up my end of the bargain. We're sure just going to say that. I got about a foot of my foot and a half, and uh, the other half a foot yep. is still in my refrigerator. Yep. Um but yeah, no, it wasn't the best burrito I've ever had. But you know, it wasn't bad. It wasn't bad at all. But my overall rating, mm. 
on this restaurant. You know, we're, what do you want to do, five or ten scale? Let's go out of five. All right, five stars. Out of five star, out of five stars, I'd probably give it a three. It number one, when I think Mexican food, I don't think very pricey, and I thought it was pricey. Was it good? Yeah, it was good. It was okay. I wouldn't say it was great. Wasn't anything that stood out. Now, don't get me wrong. We got a giant burrito challenge that we yeah. did. Maybe we ordered the wrong thing. I'm willing to be to try it again. But what else do you think of when you go to Mexican? You think of the margarita, the pitcher margarita. Yeah. How much did we pay for those? Like uh, thirty bucks? I don't know, but uh, the margarita quality was. Uh, it was mostly a, a sweet lot of, and sour. A lot of ice. A lot of yeah. ice. Yeah, and the pitcher, the pitcher was full of ice. Yeah, I'm okay with it being cold. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. give me some margarita. That, but that displaces a lot of margarita that we could be drinking. Yeah. That's so I think three's fair. I mean, we, yeah. Blake and I, we've, we've known that building to be at least two other things. Yeah. So uh, Like I said, have, it wasn't terrible. Yeah. The service, I thought, was very mediocre at best. Um, I, I don't know. The kids seemed to like it's their fair. food, which I guess is always nice. I guess that the kids ate something, found something they could eat. Um, but overall, yeah, I'm, I'm going to say it's it's a three out of five. What about you? I'm right with you. I'd give it, I'd give it above, above the two point five, above average. Mm-hmm. Um, I just enjoyed the name and presentation of the dish. Yeah, uh, we've both had better burritos to eat. Yeah, but man, like I, I mean, like we like I said, the presentation. Yeah, I mean, and it was a gimmick. I mean, we we ordered the gimmick thing. That's cool. I'm fine which is fine. It. That's why I'm willing to go back and try it again. I just won't order a pitcher Mm-mm. of margaritas. No, I won't. No, I mean, I'm not, I'm not going there for. I won't go there for margaritas. It's not in my budget. No, I mean, I think I, I think it ended up being like seventy five dollars for me. Oh, just had another sixty five. So was that equal one forty? I mean, good grief, man. Kind of yeah. steep. I mean, don't get me wrong. We've had bad Mexican, and this was not bad Mexican. No, it was just meh. And maybe, That's why we rated it. Yeah, yeah. Maybe we ordered the wrong thing. I mean, because honestly, I was looking at ordering other stuff, and I saw this, and I was like, "Yeah, let's give yeah, it." Neither one of us said that we wouldn't go back. I am yeah. telling you, I'm not ordering the margaritas anymore. Yeah. But uh, thank you for letting us introduce our new segment, the yeah. food court. Yeah. Uh, Blake, I got a few questions from okay. listeners. Okay, we didn't do. Even, didn't even have to find this actual, on the web. Actual questions from listeners. And we will I shout you two out at the end of the segment. Boom. But we have four questions in the Hey Dad segment. Four. Wow. Okay. We thank you for participating. Yeah. Hey Dad, what is something you never want to hear your daughter say? Oof. Like I don't know that I should be answering this because I don't have a daughter. But I'll answer and then I'm going to turn it around on you. Um, th- something I would not want my daughter to say, uh, or that I'm not not wanting, or not what was how was it worded? What is something you never want to hear your daughter say? I'm gonna go sappy and say I'm move- I'm ready to move out. I don't know if I could take it, me being the big softy, but I don't have a daughter, so you do. So what is it you? Do not want to ever hear your. You can't. You're. You know. You're not looking forward to it, or you don't want to hear it. So what I don't want to hear is my daughter say, "I'm giving up 
life's not worth living anymore. Mm. Um, That's deep. I, uh, my wife and I work very hard every day to provide the best that we can for both of our children. Mm-hmm. And I do not. That would be a nightmare to hear yeah. my daughter say, I totally. don't know what else to do other than give up. Absolutely. Because then you, you reflect ever, and like, what, mm-hmm. what went wrong where? Yeah, because clearly it's it's something you, it has to be. Yeah. Because, I mean, kids kids give, they put out what they get, right? So, I, I'm with you. It's a constant battle that everybody, every parent, not just parents of, of daughters have to fight, but every parent. Hey, Dad, what do you do if you get into a car wreck? What do I do specifically? Or what can we do if we get in a car wreck? All right, so what do they do? First off... First Take, off, you stop. Yeah, stop. Just stop. Turn off the car if you get if you're if it's still running. Second off, take a deep breath. There's no rushing here. Check. You're not going. Yeah, anywhere. you you need to not be in a hurry whatsoever. No. You need to check yourself out. Check yourself out. Usually having to wait quite Make, a little bit of time yep. just for someone to mm-hmm. come help on the scene. So just yep. go ahead and relax for yep. just a second. If it's if it's a just a fender bender, you need to take a deep breath. You need to find your car insurance. You need to uh, take a picture of their license plate. Take a picture of their insurance card. You need to call the police every time, no matter what. If they don't show up, it's on them. But you always need to call them because there's certain insurances might not like it if you don't call the police. But if it's something more serious than just a fender bender, I mean, number one, like I said, take a deep breath, take your time, calm down for just a second, check yourself physically, try to move all your all your joints, see if you're okay. Don't try to do anything. Don't make big movements. Just kind of see, make sure nothing's hurting. And if something is hurting, you should not move whatsoever, particularly if something is hurting above your shoulders. If your head hurts, if your neck hurts, you should not move whatsoever. Don't even undo your seatbelt. Um, if it's a, if it's a major wreck, you know the airbag will deploy, so it's going to be scary. Your adrenaline's going to be pumping. You just need to make sure that you're taking deep breaths and, and just relaxing. And um, other than that, you just need to wait on the police. And uh, yeah, I really wanted to not that. engage with the other party. By the way, do not. Do not get aggressive with the other party. You both need to make sure that each other are okay. Yeah, I really wanted to hammer in the point with just relax. Mm-hmm. Um, you're going to have plenty of time to exchange information, exchange insurance information. Yep. Figure out what happened mm-hmm. at first with your heart going 200 beats per minute. Mm-hmm. Just settle down. Yep. you got plenty of time. Yep, because yep. the most important thing in those situations is are you okay? It's the only thing that dad and mom are ever going to care about. Are you okay? That's all That's all we care about. Yeah. Hey, dad. Mm-hmm. How the heck did you communicate with your friends if you didn't have a cell phone? Well, you know, there's this weird thing that happens uh, with humans uh, where we had to be in front of each other to speak. Or we had to pick up this thing that was attached to the wall oh, that no. had numbers on it. Not the f- we had and it had a cord home, on home it. Phone. Yeah. And we had to actually talk on the phone if we if we even knew the phone number. A lot of my friends, I didn't know their phone number. No, you'd have to either have a journal, mm-hmm. a book, 
Yeah. My mom and dad wrote some of the important numbers on the calendar yeah. by the phone. I don't know if kids even write notes in, in class anymore. We, we used to pass notes. No, they text. I know. They I tweet. Mean, Insta. No. I mean, so, yeah, the, the long and the short is, is that a lot of times we didn't communicate with our friends for a little bit. And you know honestly, I, I think that was healthy. You know how Blake and I did it. You go back and listen to podcast number one. Boom. We got on our bikes. Yep. On a nice sunny day like today, rode down the road. I knocked on that door. Yep. I said, can Blake come out and play? Boom. That's what we did. I mean, it's, it sounds weird. I don't, know, it, I don't know why it sounds weird. It sounds perfectly normal to me. But, I mean, it seems like every important conversation in the world today happens via text or email or Twitter. But we did fast forward a little bit. TikTok. AOL. Yeah, instant me- the advent of the instant messenger, that changed things quite a bit because that's how a lot of people started to communicate. But in general, I mean, most of it was either done on the phone or in person. Yeah. And lastly, hey, Dad, what is one thing of advice you would give your younger self? Uh, I would probably definitely tell myself um, to think about things be a little bit more cerebral not to don't don't make rash decisions um i don't regret any of the decisions i made but there's definitely a few things that i wish i would have done differently um which seems contradictory but um but i think the main thing is is that you don't have to be in a big hurry i plan on being on this earth for a while so you don't have to be in a hurry to do anything really so don't Don't get in a big hurry, is what I would probably say. Yeah, I tell myself, um, live life to its fullest. Love those that love you. Mm -hmm. Do not lie. Be honest Mm -hmm. to all. Be honest to yourself. Um, Take care of yourself, too. Um, I tell my younger self to be more healthy. Mm -hmm. Uh, It just takes a lot of of time and effort to get that back. Yeah. uh, older you get the harder it is to get back for sure yeah being honest with yourself being honest with those that love you the most number one yeah absolutely i totally agree with all that i mean like you said don't feel like you're invincible (laughs) because you're really not i mean everything comes home to roost i mean a lot of things that uh we said or did when we were younger we thought would never come back and rear their head again but it definitely happens and we thank amanda nashlin for supplying those questions for anyone that'd like to uh, participate mm-hmm. get those questions out there we'll absolutely on this absolutely man thank you girls thanks appreciate it girls but uh i think that's gonna about do us do it for us today huh just remember the reason why we celebrate memorial day is for the fallen absolutely the sacrifice Fantastic. Get with your families today. Absolutely. We're going to go fill up this pool. Oh, yeah. We're going to fill it up. We're going to burn some meat. We're going to do all that. We're going to have a great time. Guys, we really appreciate you joining us today. Uh, be sure to check us out on Spotify, uh, uh, Stitcher, Buzzsprouts, Google Podcasts. We're on all those platforms. Also, check out our YouTube page at The Dad Code, youtube.com slash dad code. Um, you can catch out catch our vlogs there, our golf vlogs, dad fixes. Uh, all kinds of shenanigans. We're going to start a weekend vlog too now, uh, starting today. 
and uh, you can also check out us check us out on Twitter at the underscore dad underscore code and as well as uh, BNB Golf TN um, we also have an Instagram page at the dad code podcast and uh, really appreciate you guys remember um, make your own legacy out there how you want to be remembered everyone stay well thank you <laughs>